This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. Freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Going. Just We're fucking going. Go. Just go. I'm hot in the brains, We're Dave. Going. We're going, dude. I got hot brains. You got hot brains? Man. Been in country for... <laughs> been in country for a long time. Just oh. got back. Just got back from... Uh, what? Oh. An, a tour of Asia. Malaysia. Malaysia. And that sounds like an ailment. China. I've got Malaysia. I got Malaysia in my left knee. Oh God, damn it! Well, welcome back, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks. Oh man, yeah. I'm a little under the weather, so I'll try not to sneeze on you. You're under the weather, and I don't know how long I've been awake. Yeah. So explain to me how long have you been awake? What? I, what did I just tell you? Today I is don't know <laughs> Tuesday in America. I left. Uh. My traveling, I, I was supposed to leave Beijing, China. Beijing, huge city. The, mm-hmm. the city is the size of Belgium. Really? The city has suburbs in the city. Wow. It'd be like if Los Angeles also included all of the valley and everything. Like if you saw downtown Burbank, like, uh-huh. no, that's the city of Los Angeles. Is it, but, but just vast. And then also open. Uh-huh. What was the question? I don't know. How long was I awake? Yeah. How long? Oh, I left Beijing, China, the uh, Monday night. Monday there, there night, Monday like night. Six. Yeah. Okay. There. Yeah. What was my Monday night uh-huh. at six? <clears throat> Had a four-hour flight or whatever. I missed my connection. I was supposed to go to Hong Kong and then fly to LA. So I missed it. I got stuck in Hong Kong for twelve hours till Tuesday. I left at about. Uh, 1.30 p.m. Tuesday. What'd you do for 12 hours in Hong Kong? They just gave me... I got in at like 2 in the morning. Okay. So, so I, you weren't stuck at the airport for 12 no, hours? No, no. It was like they, they screwed up, so they just gave me a hotel. And, uh, and uh, yeah, they, they, I just went to the hotel, maybe slept three or four hours, uh-huh. then went back to the airport in the morning, and their, all their flights were late. And it was a 12-hour flight that left, finally left about 1.30 Tuesday and then landed at 10 a.m. Tuesday, I think. And I didn't Man. sleep because wow. I had to watch all the movies. You had to watch all the movies? I can't not watch movies. Oh, on the plane? Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't sleep on a plane. I could, but then I, if there's movies, I'm like, oh, when am I going to see this movie? It, whenever. What, I'll watch it whenever. What movie did you watch? I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, how's that? Real funny. Yeah, great movie. Real funny. Great movie. Yeah, huh. action superhero movie, but got the comedy right. Really? 
highly recommend it for people who don't think they like superhero movies. Which is me. This is a comedy. Okay. This like kind of like Deadpool would fall under both genres? Very much so. But okay. even more of a like Deadpool, the comedy is over the top, raunchy. This is just like really silly. The, the Hemsworth guy, the guy uh-huh. who plays Thor. Yeah. That, you know, easy on the eyes. Yeah. Handsome fella. Handsome fella. Can deliver comedy. Really? He's got some chops. They, all of them. Yeah. They're, they're, wow. Great movie. Okay. Then I watched that Three Billboards. Yeah. What'd you think? Hot pile of shit. I liked it. It was a turn. Why? It was all over the place. So many people say that. It was a mess of a movie. You know what it was? It was just a movie. But for people to be like, it's an Oscar. Yeah. It was all over the place. I don't know if it's Oscar worthy, but I enjoyed it. It just, none of it made sense. It, like, it, it made sense, but it was like, Oh, the guy, yeah, Woody Harrelson's wife, every scene was just her having one line. That didn't make sense. That, that, like, why she was in it. So young and hot, and he's just bald Sheriff Woody Harrelson. Yeah, and but all of those things, everything huh. about it was, stu- like, the fact that, am I going to spoil it? I don't care if I spoil it. Eh. You didn't. You didn't enjoy, like, Sam Rockwell's character's transformation? Like, he was such a prick at first. It was too, like, oh, he read a letter. Yeah. That's it. He read a letter. And then detail and then just shitty details. Like when he was in the hospital with the kid that he beat up mm-hmm. and a kid pours him a glass of orange juice and gives him the glass instead uh-huh. of a plastic cup. What fucking hospital gives you glassware? <laughs> like like when, when like when I'm already wanting to hate a movie and then I see stuff like that, I'm like, nobody in this movie cared about any details. Oh, that's and funny. And then so like wait, it was just a scorned mom, but now she's a straight up vigilante. And it ends with them like I don't, like there's going to be a part two. It ended like there's supposed to be a part two. Yeah, like it's a vengeance film. Mm-hmm. But it was it was fucked. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what else. I watched Network again. That's an old movie. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. That's a good one. That's a good classic. No, I never I never saw that. Faye Dunaway back. In oh really? Faye Dunaway. She's all right. Yeah. Anyway, I ate a bunch of weed candies. I don't think they did anything. Just now? No. Oh. For the flight. Oh, for the flight. All right. I can't keep up. But I, I, we were in China for two weeks. Well, I, man, I saw Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> that was pretty good. It was a good movie. See it. You know they got McDonald's over there? Oh, man. I ate. I, What'd you eat? I ate a lot of Burger King. Did you really? Only because I was like, all right, if I'm going like, to be a fiend for all kinds of food, I'm uh-huh. also going to get my junk food that I don't eat while I'm here. Okay. Like, I was just basically going, just going off the reservation with, hmm. uh, with it. Did you eat anything good local? Okay, yeah. So I started in Malaysia. Okay. And uh, I went to a place. Should I just tell you about the trip? Should I break it down? Break it down. We got Since time. Since this is a real loose episode. That's why we're Sorry, here. everybody, that this one's coming out Wednesday yeah. or whatever. But I was... Not your fault. Couldn't get here in time. Yeah. I was supposed to be here, but I couldn't be here. So I get in Malaysia. Uh-huh. The you know it's like I, I didn't realize I'm packing for like I'm looking at China Chinese temperatures for all the cities I'm gonna be in. It's like freezing, really like below zero. So I pack for that. Didn't even check Malaysia. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be there real quick. It's on the equator. Yeah, it's a jungle. It's a city. It's like a shopping mall in the middle of a jungle. It really was a shopping mall. I want to go find an RC car uh, shop. I had to go for one shopping mall to get to the other shopping mall that led to that shopping mall. Huh. And it's all new. They got the giant big two towers, the Patronus Towers. What's that? You know, when you see, if you look up the world's largest buildings, it starts with the Dubai. Burj Khalifa. 
in Dubai, uh-huh. but then the rest of them are Malaysia and Singapore really? and, and, and China. Yeah, so these are the second ones. There are two. Wow. Ones. And uh, I went to the Batu Caves, which has a big uh, Buddhist temple. Buddhist or Hindu. But it's the one where uh, I just missed it by three days. The 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 festival where people like stick a bunch of stuff in their face and then march up the stairs to worship. You ever see stuff? You ever see like news clips or YouTube like the craziest things you can see on the planet? And guys will just have all kinds of like swords stuck through their cheeks. Yeah. And they'll just walk through the streets and up the steps to this temple. That's I went to that. And I okay. missed that festival by like three days. Oh man. So But I walked up there and there's just monkeys on the stairs. Monkeys are dicks, man. Yeah. Yeah, they're like stealing stuff. Screaming people were scared of them. I wasn't scared of them. Probably how you feel around. Yeah, I ain't afraid of no monkey. Probably how you feel around coyotes. I'll fight these things. But yeah, there's an episode in Planet Earth 2, the last episode of that uh, se- season. Whoa, spoiler uh, alert. About, you tell people spoiler alert for Planet <laughs> Earth 2. About how, and that, that episode's all about how animals are surviving in cities. Yeah. And yeah. There's, there's a bunch of cities in Asia and India where just monkeys just going around everywhere, going to the farmer's market, stealing all the oh, yeah. fruit and shit. They're, they're straight up just grab stuff right out of your hand. They're, just, <laughs> what, they're not scared of you. What kind of monkeys did you see? Like were uh, they? Macaques. 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 The little guys. Mm-hmm. It's right there. The joke's right there. But we're better than that, Dave. <laughs> Dave, we're better than that. <laughs> Macaque was just hanging out on the banister. <laughs> In front of a big old uh, Hindu temple. These macaques are dicks. <laughs> they were, and then I went to the. Then they had the dark cave. I paid to take a tour on that, and it's just a. It's like, oh, you're in there. It's just completely like gets. It's a dark cave, almost pitch black at certain points. You have to have a headlamp, flashlights, and all this stuff. And the whole reason it's like there's bats, and the reason the cave was important is because. Everybody harvests the guano from stuff. Uh, that's the bat poop. Yeah. And what do they use that for? Uh, it's, it's for something. Some, it was serving a lot of it, but then, it, but it's also toxic, hmm. and that's one of those things where you get used to in the states. Like, at least when it comes to maybe national parks or stuff, like you, you feel like things are regulated, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, I kind of like it when you go to the Grand Canyon or places like that. Where it's like, no, you're on your own. If you fall, you're fucked. Yeah. And, you know, I'm surprised that the Grand Canyon doesn't have railings around. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody has sued and gotten a expensive enough lawyer because mm-hmm. their dipshit kid wandered off. Yeah. Um, but I just thought bat shit was, was very bad for you. And I just walked through a cave full of it. There was like, like just puddles of it everywhere. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Just puddles of bat shit. What color is it? It was uh, brown. It was all brown. It was all like brown gray. Same. Mm. It was just a lot of it. It was, the, that's their home and that's mm. that, where they live. And, uh, man, I had to get used to the whole, Chinese thing of like you just push to get into a place. Really? Yeah, I've never been on a crazier flight than the flight from Malaysia to China when it was basically like the Spirit Airlines of China and it was just screaming. <laughs> it was just screaming. <laughs> I got what do you, what I do you mean? the joke I was making was like I got to the airport in China and people are like screaming and pushing and I thought there was a fire and I was like no, it's just China. Wow. They're just always pushing. On the plane, just really? push around. There's no such thing at like they don't have. I don't think they have words for oh, go ahead because if say if you're in line and you leave a space between you and a person in front of you, somebody's just gonna take that spot. And it's not. It just happens. I was waiting 
to come home. I'm at the, the counter at the gate. You know, like when you're like at the gate at the airport, you don't stand right behind somebody. You give them about two feet. Yeah. Well, they're taking care of their business. And then they, and as soon as that person was done, Chinese lady just swooped right past me. And wow. at that point, at the end of my trip, I think I was out loud. I'm like, you bitch. I think I just said out loud. Like, you don't know what I'm saying. I'm wow. Like, but yeah, I was like, pushing? All right, we're pushing? I'll push. I'm pushing now. Look at me. Why is everybody pushing all the time? What's the hurry? I, it's, it's not... It, but the thing is, it's never taken personally. Like huh. Once in a while, somebody would be like, hey, get the fuck back. They're like, oh, you got me. And like the traffic's chaos. But the honking, they're honking, but there's no emotion behind it. Like you're so much honking, but you look at the person honking, and they just have a blank stare on their face. But they're honking crazy. It's fucking chaos. It is a brutal choreography that they... That, those cities operate with in the streets. So how many different places did you go to? You started in Malaysia. I started in Kuala Lumpur. Then I went to Chengdu, China. Uh-huh. Chengdu, Hangzhou, uh, Shanghai, and then Beijing. Okay, obviously like Shanghai and Beijing are big cities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the other ones? Were they all like industrialized or any of them like uh, yeah, really I, third world? Well, the thing was uh, – no, nothing was like out in the boonies. They were still <clears> – <throat> You know, I think it was like stop would be like stopping in like the Detroit, okay, or Cleveland. Uh, but I didn't get to see them. Like it was so quick, like land, do a show, fly, fly, fly or train, do the next show. The only city I got a few days in was Shanghai. It was the only one I got to hang out in Beijing. I had one extra day. Uh-huh. I went to the Great Wall. How was Shanghai? Shanghai was. Uh, I walked eight miles one day, and I felt like I smoked a pack of cigarettes by the end of the day. Wow. Air quality is that bad? bad? Yeah, I brought a mask. A lot of people wearing masks? No, that's the thing. You don't see them wearing them in the streets there. But then you see Asian people here, and they all get the mask. But I think it's more sickness, not pollution. I always think when I see an Asian person over here with a mask, I'm like, what do they know that we don't know? Well, they say a lot of times they're sick, and they're trying not to get other people Mm -hmm. sick around them. But, hey, if that's the case... Stop spitting every 30 seconds on the ground. That's a big one. Really? Every single person. All the time. All the time. All the time forever. Just Just hocking loogies, spitting, picking their nose, pushing people and yelling. (laughs) It wears on you, man. It wears you fucking down. (laughs) Wears you the fuck down. Oh, and uh, I didn't mean to gloss over this. How was the Great Wall? Was it pretty great? It was, uh, I mean, it, you know, like I went to it. I was at the end of the trip, too. It's, like, it's when you're like seeing something because you got to see it. Yeah. And also, I realized I felt real stupid when I was there. Because I'm there with all these people from Australia and America speak fluent Chinese and also know... All about the history of China, like, you know, walking around with the one fella, Jorge was the guy I was hanging out with in Shanghai. About, shout out to all the Kung Fu comedy guys, Andy and and uh, and Turner and, and those guys <clears throat> putting together those routings. And, and Jorge was the guy who was available during the day. And they just know so much about the history. And I'm like, I don't know any of that stuff. I don't even know that much history about the United States. And I was like, oh, and also, you speak fluent Chinese. I'm like, that's... Dope. Where are those guys from? Those the kung fu comedy dudes or those expats? Uh, Andy, the uh, the two main dude or the guys that I know. Uh, 
Andy's from Australia. Turner's from Sacramento. I think Muhammad's another guy that runs it. I don't know where he's from. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, they're good. And they'll do comedy in Mandarin. They do comedy. They speak Mandarin. Yeah. Wow. They do English and Mandarin. It was nice to go and be like, oh, you guys are good comics. Hmm. You know, you think, you know, you live in like kind of a little bubble. You expect maybe some, a lot of, I mean, it's a lot about where you live and the differences between your cultures and other cultures. But that shit, that was 10 minutes of my setup top when you get somewhere new and it's such a culture shock. You almost die 15 times trying to cross the street. That's impressive. Comedy's hard enough in your native tongue. Yeah. Much less trying to translate the nuance to a different language. Yeah, no shit. My stuff wouldn't work if you translated just by language. I'll watch sometimes. I was watching some of the Spanish Netflix specials and just seeing like how it would work with the subtitles. There's one dude. He's got a very – I can't remember his name. He's got a very like Mexican Mitch Hedberg vibe. Oh, really? Yeah. Got big like big glasses and long hair, slow draw, but he's also those types of jerk jokes translate. Huh, yeah, you, know, you could read the subtitles and get the humor, but yeah. just somebody rambling. Yeah, but uh, it was uh, uh, and then oh, so I ate the food. So tell me about that. Malaysia, they have these things called steamboat trucks, and it's keep in mind it's a city basically on the equator, and it's just an open truck with all kinds of meatballs. And meats on skewers, <clears throat> vegetables, and all everything on skewers. Just the whole little back of the truck all has like tiered ice, like you'd be at a buffet, uh-huh. and like t- like shelves with ice, and then everything in skewers sitting on the ice, just open to the world. And then they take the skewer and throw it on the grill, or no? You take it, and it's got a, like a boiling pot of water and a boiling pot of like a spicy broth. And you just take whatever sticks you want and just stick them in the broth. Huh. And even the guy running it, I was like, how long do I cook this for? He's like, until you think it's safe. I was like, <laughs> all right, man. I mean, it, so I don't know what I was eating. You I, don't know I, what kind of meat you were eating? Nope. One of them, I was like, pretty sure it was seafood. Huh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were. They were good, though. That was, that was good. And then the other thing was similar to that in China. It was like it just you said, a little, and it's a little shack, uh-huh. and they have a little cooler where you go in and you grab the skewers and everything. But then they just make a little little bowl of soup for you, soup and noodles, huh. with all the ingredients that you pull out of their little fridge. Really? Yeah, I probably have parasites. Mm. I might have something going wrong with me. Although surprisingly, I I didn't eat anything super duper weird. Like I didn't eat any chicken feet or anything. Mm-hmm. You ever have chicken feet? Yeah. Ate those in San Francisco on camera. Oh, really? A little, little thing they said I did. they eat them. It's like popcorn. It's like a movie snack there. Yeah, it sucked. It's, yeah, it's real gross. Yeah, I mean, like hats off to the you know the cultures that like were using the whole animal. Yeah, and not being wasteful. But if you don't have to anymore, yeah. But it was a lot of like I walked down the alley and it was the market in the alley and just their their little street dogs are pretty cute though. Huh? They got their, like their mutts are weirder. That was the stuff you think. Like you see somebody yelling at a dog in Chinese, and I'm like, that dog doesn't know what you're saying. But like, how do I know what the fuck? I don't know what the dog speaks. I don't know what like the language. The dog knows Chinese. This dog's are pretty smart. Yeah, that's what I was telling Rachel. Speak like, a second language. Just tell Rachel about. She's like, dogs know more Chinese than we do. I'm like, I'm, I was under the assumption that they all. And that's you. Like you're walking around, you're like. 
Oh, I'm hungry. I'll just go to that Chinese restaurant. Oh, no, wait. Everything has Chinese writing on the front. It doesn't mean it's a restaurant because you're in China. I'm like, I'll go here. Oh, it's a print shop. That's so funny. Because you just see the sign. You're like, that's got to be. It's red and gold. I had that same thought the other day when I was driving around. Yeah. I, I Exactly. I had that thought of like whenever I see Asian writing on a, on a building, I just yeah. assume it's a restaurant. I don't know why. I guess because that's the only well, yeah, Asian businesses I frequent. Rachel was saying she did that too on uh, <laughs> seeing uh, some like like it was called like Thai to go or something. She's like, it's a terrible font for a restaurant, and then she's like, no, it's a shipping place. <laughs> I use, I had a bad habit years ago. I used to work in landscaping. I had my own landscaping company for about five years, and I had several different. Um, employees like not all at once but like i'd get like day laborers and and then i had a couple guys that i'd keep for like six months at a time and anyway i I spoke spanish for about five years fairly decent like i wouldn't say fluent you gave up on it i wouldn't say fluent but i i could communicate with all these guys and uh but because the only broken english i came across was spanish like whenever i heard broken english I my brain would automatically kick in to speaking my terrible butchered Spanish. Yeah. And one time I was at a Chinese restaurant and this lady was speaking very <laughs> broken English and just subconsciously without even thinking I just said gracias <laughs> to a, a lady speaking broken Chinese. Uh, or no, uh, she's speaking Chinese and broken English. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I said gracias to a to a Chinese lady. <laughs> the guy Jorge, these Cuban were walking through this little area of shops. And like there's like it's all Chinese people trying to sell stuff. He's like, "Hey, amigo, do you want something?" He's like, "All right, well, we're, I guess we're just being racist." I'm like, "But he was selling churros, so yeah. I'm like, I don't, maybe he's just in character." Oh, you know the maybe? merchant called him amigo. Yeah, and That's he's like, funny. "All right, I guess we're just being racist." I'm like, "Yeah, but they're selling churros. Maybe he's saying that because of what he's selling." I, it was hard to double down on a Chinese guy being racist to a Cuban guy by calling him Mexican. But uh, you got to try and learn things in this world. How were the shows? Uh, shows were fun, man. Yeah, Shang- the- Shanghai especially. They got a club. They got a legit club. Were they, was the crowd expats or? Yeah, well, some Chinese. Some Chinese. Uh, you know, I think some Chinese go just to kind of listen and learn English. Huh. Uh, it was fun, and Beijing was fun. I had to yell at one lady in the front. What? What is it about? Like. <laughs> No, but like it, I haven't run into it in the states, but it's been overseas where somebody just can't get hold. Of, like, all right, two times where I'm being jokey with you and telling you, like, all right, shut up now because I'm trying to do a thing, and take note of the behavior of the rest of the people in the room, and then still going. I'm like, all right, brakes are on. Yeah, here we go, lady. What do you want to make this about? Like, I'm just, I'll just ruin it. And yeah, it the same thing. Just somebody wouldn't shut up. Same thing happened in Amsterdam. Wouldn't, wouldn't shut up. Finally, I'm like, all right. Here we go. And then I got her to shut up. And then she knocked her drink over because she was just a drunk lady. It's like, man, get your shit together. But even that, outside of that, that, that show was even great. Well, that's um, cool, man. Shows were fun. Saw the Great Wall of China. It's only like 15 feet tall. Really? It didn't feel old. You that's know, not you, very great. No. You know, you go to some things and you get a little overwhelmed. Or you can kind of – and again, I, it's because I didn't know the history. And so I was like, well, I know there's a Great Wall of China, but I don't know why it's there or when it was built or that it was like built in sections and then connected through time. Huh. So, but to look at a a giant 
brick wall that like as far as you can see along a mountain range and know that people just brought those rocks up with mules or wagons or what have you and assembled that over the years how long is a wall do you know like oh, roughly I mean, like miles and miles like hundreds of miles oh like thousands of miles so let's see let's go to the book let's go to the books let's go to the books about it dude that's great this is how many countries now have you have you performed in outside of america uh Australia, Canada. Australia, Canada, Mexico. Uh, a lot in Europe. U- UK. Yeah. Dude, you've hit almost Island, all the Scotland, continents. England. Missing uh, South yeah. America and Africa. Huh. Right? In Antarctica. How many are there? In Antarctica. Seven. I've done four. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, I, I I like it. I, I this one I was really I'm like I usually pride myself on being a decent traveler. This one I almost lost my passport the first night I was there. I left it in the car. The guy driving me, and I freaked out. And then I dropped it in a train station. That's because I'm trying to do responsible things. Like I got a fucking phone case for my phone finally, but it's made out of rubber. This is what I didn't like it before because then it sticks to everything else in your pocket when you try to take it out and pull my passport out with it. And I just dropped it, and then they were telling me that the woman was just yelling foreigner at me. <laughs> foreigner! Foreigner! You dropped your passport. In, in Mandarin? Yeah. <laughs> Only one. I thought they were going to like touch my face and be in awe of my beard. I got one hard stare from a kid, and then uh, one guy at a gift shop while I was buying stuff, but I think because they were just selling me. I love being sold stuff. Especially when it's, like a, like when, when it's a hard sell and they're just being shitty about uh-huh. it. Like, I had to tell a guy in Malaysia to fuck off. He was selling phone chargers. I was just drinking beer on the street. And he's like, okay, how much? I'm like, I'm not buying it. And he just kept thinking it was a deal. I'm like, give it to me for free. How much? I'm like, zero dollars. And he would just stand there. I'm like, I'm not. Do-. And then finally I was like, buddy, get the fuck out of here. Like, wow. I don't want to start shit in another country. You know. Also, China, you know, communist country. Well, very capitalist, but, you know, I had to, you know, do a lot of weird searches can't no, no Google. Really? No Google. Huh. I don't know what's on my computer now with what I downloaded just trying to look at a pair of tits. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what kind of things. I had to get some VPN that <laughs> makes it look like you have a router in L- you have to pick a country. I'm like, I don't know, what's the first on the list? Albania. And then all of a sudden my phone's like, somebody's trying to access your account from Albania. And I didn't even put that together. I'm like, oh I'm fucked. But I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure my credit card information is being sold around the dark web. Probably. As we, I'll be broke by tomorrow. I already got some weird email today, like somebody signed up. But it was, a, it was like somebody took my email address but signed up for a change.org petition. Really? Yeah. I, well, bet, I, bet, it's, I, bet, I bet the phishing scam is to go in and then you put your password in and they find out. I don't know. That's pretty stupid. What else happened? I don't know. It's a lot of... I'm losing it today, man. Yeah. I'm seeing stuff out of the corners of my eyes. Really? I started to squeegee down the windows in my shower while I was still showering. You found me trying to fix the garage door, standing <laughs> on a rickety patio chair. Oh, man. Drinking a tiny Dr. Pepper. <laughs> hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dave, what's happened to you? Oh, not much, In the man. last two weeks. Uh, you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, I watched the Super Bowl, even though I didn't give a shit about either one of the teams. <laughs> um, Can't believe those scumbags beat those other scumbags. Yeah. By the way, I'll be at Helium in Philadelphia. <laughs> Speaking of scumbag. Yeah, they know. Uh, they know. That's the thing. They know who they are. You're not surprised. Like, you guys are scumbags. Like, yeah, we know. Yeah, I watch the right, Super Bowl. Right. Um, I don't know. Not too much. So I'll drive by Truckers last weekend. Oh, yeah. That was exciting. Uh, it's probably the 30th time I've Where seen them. Where they play at? They played at the El Rey. Well, I like the old. Man. You seen some shows over there? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a nice little spot. They let you just uh, they let you uh, come backstage. You got a rapport with them. Got the got the hookup. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you go got with? The, took the lady. Took the lady. Ooh, and you got the big timer. Yeah, yeah. I got the big timer with the uh, got her, with the got, guest list and the VIP and got all that. Dosey door around the backstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, they had they had a metal detector um, going into the venue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen that at like metal shows, but I was like, drive by truckers. But I guess it was like a venue thing. Maybe yeah, they do it for all yeah, the shows. Oh, yeah, at El Rey, I've dealt with that. But uh, so I had to empty my pockets just like at the airport, put it in the basket, and then walk through the metal detector. And uh, while I'm emptying my pockets, I had a pack of gum. And the guy, uh, the guy said, oh, "You can't take gum in here." And I thought he was going to make me throw the pack out. So I started, I pulled out like three pieces and cram them in my mouth. Just like at the airport, like when they're like, you can't take that bottle of water. And I'm I like, never thought about that with gum. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to have the most gum. Though. Yeah. I was like, well, and I just bought the pack. So I did the thing where I was like, all right, well, hold on. Let me at least get a few pieces. And he goes, no, sir, you can't have gum in the theater. And I go, yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I'm putting it in my mouth, and then you can throw this pack away. And he goes, no, no, the gum in your mouth. You're not allowed to have. While I'm shoving three or four pieces in, I was like, oh. They don't want it on the floors. Either. Yeah, and he goes, it's wall-to-wall carpet. It's a historic. And I was like, oh, my bad. But I was kind of being a dick about it. Like, well, if you're going to make me throw away this pack, I'm going to put five pieces in my mouth, at least get some of my money's worth. Yeah. But it was like a real who's on first situation. He was like, you can't have gum. And I was like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm putting it in my mouth, that's idiot. Wh- that's why I'm having gum right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> But never in my adult life. When's the last time outside of middle school you've been told you can't chew gum in here? And I was that's why I didn't compute. I was like, wait, oh, I can't have gum in my mouth? What am I, a child? But uh, yeah, he's like, sorry, just no, you can't have. I so I had to, to throw away the thing. pack and spit out the gum. It was, it was yeah. a whole ordeal. Whole buck 30 down the drain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a bummer. Dash but other than that. Taking a hit. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, it was a good show. But um, how long do you think that wall is? How long do I think the Great wall, wall is? Eight hundred miles. Eight hundred? Yeah. Just pulled that out of my ass. Well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit. It's uh, five thousand five hundred miles. Five thousand miles? Yeah. Good yeah. lord. That's across the USA and back. It's fucking crazy.
My God. Yeah. In some myths, you can see it from space, right? You can't see it from space. I always heard that, but then later I heard, like, no, you can't see that shit from space. It's not big. I mean, it's like as wide as this room. What is uh-huh. that? 12 feet? No, this room's. Nah, man, like this room's this? like this room's like thirteen feet, dude. Okay, well, yeah, you you got more of a carpenter's <laughs> eye than I do. But yeah, yeah, you sit on this like rock wall, and it's like okay, you walk along. We walked along it for a while. Some steep staircases. So where are the staircases? Are they on top or like built into the side? Like what do you mean to get like, like the picture of you? When oh, the, that was just because the because the walls going up a ridge line of a mountain. So but like, so are you walking on the surface of the wall, or is there like? Yeah, the wall's like like fifteen feet thick. So you're walking wide. in those fifteen feet. Yeah, you're walking and gotcha. like fifteen feet tall, fifteen feet wide. It's not if you were just to stand on a section of it, that's not the uh, imposing feature of it. I think it's the length, you know, and the and the human effort that went into making. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you could see it because it's still like it's, it's like a road, you know, it looks like a road. Maybe because it cuts through a mountain range. Yeah. Who knows? How far in space? Maybe you're yeah. in close space. That's true. Depends on where you're at. I don't know what they're making. Well, welcome back, man. So overall, it was a good trip. Oh, it was, but I'm I'm ragged, man. Yeah. That was that. that yeah. All those flights. I only had longest I had was in Kuala Lumpur. I got there on a Friday, like a Friday morning, one a.m., and left on a Monday. Huh? That was the longest I had in one place. And so it was all and it was all flights except for one train ride. And it's exhausting, man. I overpacked. Like I was saying I was normally a good traveler. Almost lost my passport twice. Overpacked shit, just fumbling through everything. Huh? I was trying new gear out. I was trying a new backpack. It was not working. Stupid phone case for stupid iPhone. Yanking out my passport. Mm. Being a real goob. Uh, but yeah, a lot of pushing. Saw a lot of phlegm. <laughs> saw a lot. Saw a lot of phlegm and a lot of uh, and a lot of uh, meats just dangling in doorways and alleys. How's the hygiene over there? Like, nobody shit in the street or anything? I didn't see it. Because I know that happens in other countries. My brother spent, uh, he spent a lot of time overseas in yeah. the in the uh, Air Force. Yeah. And there was one place he went. <laughs> and he shed everywhere. And boy, he just shed everywhere he went. <laughs> uh, but no, he. I think he was in uh, uh, United Arab Emirates. And he spent some time over there and some other parts yeah. of the Middle East. And he was just talking about like, there was one of those places I forgot where he's just like, man, are people just shitting in the middle of the street. <laughs> I didn't see that. They do have the squat toilets. What are those? Like the, where you squat. You don't know what a, you have a squat toilet. Oh, okay. Here. But just like where? Just out in public? Or no, is like it? you open a stall door. Oh, okay. Just a hole in the ground with two oh, little spots for your feet. Gotcha. Now, I guess the angle's precise. It's just a couple little wedges uh-huh. for your feet. My thing is when I do it, I want to take my pants off. Yeah. Oh, you like to take your pants off? Yeah, I don't want any risk yeah. of, you know... Dropping the eggs in the basket. Yeah, you got to be careful. You know, yeah, I don't want to drop it in the nest, mm-hmm. especially with a some homemade shit pit. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, there's still porcelain like a toilet. It's just a, like a, a spot on the ground. Oh, but that's how they want to do it. That's, I mean, that's the more efficient way is to squat and. It's also like a, I, you would see them like that's their resting position where we, we might lean on a wall, then they like squat down like these. 
squat down. Like, oh, and they're just kind of waiting a, on a train or yeah, something? Yeah, it's kind of a relaxing position. I've some, I'm sure a couple people do it around here, but it seemed like a much more go-to type of thing there. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of nice to just feel I, like, like, oh, I don't know. You know, if I got lost, I wouldn't be able. If I didn't have my phone, if my phone died, I'd be fucked. I wouldn't know how to even pronounce where where I was in yeah. the city. You know, you walk around enough, you'd find somebody that spoke English that could maybe help you. But it was pretty wild to just no, nope, not understand anything while you're walking through the streets. Yeah, well, that's I've always, I've always felt like any of those Asian languages are the most intimidating to learn, just because you're dealing with symbols instead of actual letters. Yeah, and I, I know that letters essentially are just symbols, but like, like one of those symbols is that a letter or is that a word? I think it could be a sentence almost. Oh, yeah. Saw something online, like I'm so okay. quick, like how Koreans written, like, oh, this symbol. I fuck, man. Yeah. I, I'm not going to challenge my brain <laughs> with that. I'm like I told you, man, there's shadows dancing around on me. I thought I thought the vacuum in the back room was something else when I was in the shower, when I was squeegeeing the walls while I was in the shower, getting real looped. Let's talk about a thing. That was my trip to China. Yeah. It was – I will have more things that I remember for later. I didn't eat anything. Just late night street food. Yeah. Nothing destroyed me too much though. Yeah? Yeah. Keep your bowels intact? If anything, it, and if anything, it locked me up. Well, that's cool, buddy. I had a, I had a black shit when I got home today. <laughs> just, Take any Pepto? Pepto does that. I Some, never have taken anything. I'll, I'll throw a Tums down there once uh, in a while, but for once in a while, if I got the real loose trots, I got some pills for that. But. Every now and then, I'll uh, I'll load up on the Pepto to just shut her down. <laughs> just shut her down, dude. Well, you got a long, long, get a long, long night shift. Long night shift. Got a long drive. You're going out. Just it's just you don't want to deal with it. You just take that Pepto and it just you want to batten down the hatches. Yeah, it closes up shop for about twelve hours. It's a good time. Yeah, I don't mind it. Same way I don't mind constipation. You ever get constipation? Think, oh man, what a refreshing change of pace. You know what was funny? This is, I mean, again, I'm already. I want to apologize. This is crass. I was thinking about how. Why is diarrhea so negative? Like, oh, it's not a solid mass trying to split my hips in two. <laughs> you know, like, oh, this is good. No, this is way better. Split your birth and hips. Yeah, yeah. Trying uh, to make me, you know, this is like, what, a, what a better option. Well, di- I think the problem with diarrhea is so unpredictable. That's why I don't mind the occasional constipation. Not me. I got it all the time. I could take a, <laughs> take a breath. Oh, let's not talk about our bowels. Yeah. The listeners deserve more. I want to give out a couple. Whether they're going to get it, I don't know. <laughs> but they deserve more. Oh, man. Um, where'd that book go I just gave you? That's over here. Let me see that. I want to give a couple quick uh, thank yous. One to uh, Tim Owens, uh, Boogie Monster listener, and uh, also an author. Uh, got a book out called The Hobbyman, and uh, it's about some uh, paranormal mischief. And he sent us a couple copies, and uh, one of them he... Uh, Chris Chiff. Oh, yeah, one of them he, he made an awesome drawing 
little Ooh, customized uh, cool. personal drawing on the inside cover, me and you, like uh, me cooking the world's best chili out of my van, and you being some sort of uh, Mothman I'm, I'm, creature. I'm, I'm not the Mothman, though, Yeah, so I don't know why he would have drawn it. Can, yeah, I know. It confuses people. But big thanks to Tim Owens for uh, for that, and if you, if you guys are interested in uh, his book, I'm sure he's got it uh, online or something, but uh, look up Tim Owens, The Hobbyman. And I uh, also want to give a quick thank you to uh, Shane Allen. Uh, Summer and Shane Allen. Summer and Shane Allen uh, out of uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, sent us this cool Bigfoot multi-tool. Oh, that's dope. It's a bottle opener. It's a screwdriver. Oh, I've seen those things. Those things it's, are red. Oh, man. It's so cool. It looks like, uh, just looks like a big metal keychain of Bigfoot, but it's... They, it's, just, they just sent one? Yeah. They just sent one, so... Well, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I know. But, that's, uh, that's pretty stupid, you yeah. guys. <laughs> And a really cool, like, customized Sasquatch uh, Oh, good. One of us gets a card, and the other one gets a totally functional tool. (laughs) Way to go, guys. Way to go. But, yeah, so, uh, and anybody else uh, recently that I have forgotten, uh, we're always getting cool stuff in the mail, so half of it I I never mentioned to you. I know. (laughs) Well, if it's perishable, you got to get at it. There's some nice people I met in China that were uh, fans. Oh, yeah? And, uh, Boogie Monster fans all the way out there? I forgot the names. They fell named Tim, gave me some coffee. I think it was another guy named Travis. I was, he was the one recommended I get these roasted chicken-flavored Lay's potato chips. They weren't anything special, hmm. but it was okay. I bought a book in the airport because I was feeling stupid. I was out there. Oh, here's a history book. It was called like a little history of everything. I'm like, oh, that's good. It'll be like, it, was, it, was, it was a children's book. Ah. Uh. I bought a children's history book. Probably still going to read it, though. I think it'd still be. It'd still teach me more than I know now. That's true. You've been uh, keeping up with the uh, Winter Olympics? Fuck no. No? I've been watching. I mean, not not like. I, I just. Yeah, I don't care. I don't. It's pretty cool. Uh, what's going on? Watching the luge. <laughs> you seen the luge? It's an old Seinfeld bit, but it's uh, he's talking about how the luge is the only a sport that you could do just as good against your will. It's like the sled where they're just laying down. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I don't know how you – the different technique. How do you even get into that too? Like little 10-year-olds are like, well, I want to be a luge. What, I mean, when it comes to Olympic stuff, that, that's – that's that, that that's like yeah. I mean, it's obviously in some colder area. You have no idea. I never knew like kids I grew up with. Like, oh, that's that girl's like a figure skater, and they're training. Oh, one of the figure skaters I did read because one of the pizza places in my hometown said a shout out to Addison's own. So I guess one of the couples figure skating. They're from Addison. The yeah, the gal I guess was born there and started, but. Like, you don't even realize, because that's their whole life. Like, yeah. those kids that are, like, Olympic hopefuls, it's just not somebody you're friends with. Yeah. Because they're off training yeah. before school and after school. You just don't even realize until, like, oh, shit, they're in the Olympics? Yeah. Like, yeah I don't even know that person. I would see them in school maybe once or twice. Yeah, figure skating, man. They're, they're real heavy on that. That's probably the, the thing they show the most on the Winter Olympics. And I had a question. I don't mean this derogatory at all, but... Figure skating, uh, very much a gay sport. And I don't mean gay in a negative <laughs> adjective. I mean a lot of gay folks. Flashy, it's a flashy, flamboyant. Yes, ice dancing. And I know that the, a lot of the couple skates are actual couples. You know, yeah. like there's one uh, American couple that's doing real well that are married, male, female, duo team. I think that's gal from Addison, Illinois. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Nardi, but, Nardi's Pizza. Okay, shout out to Nardi's Pizza for keeping me informed. 
And, and again, I'm being sincere. I'm not trying to be derogatory. Uh, I'm very gay friendly. But I wonder if there are are all the male, the solo, oh, the you, solo skater. Are they all you gay? Trying to stumble no, through no. this shit kills me, man. No, I just know because I get so much I'm shit. Very, I'm very gay. friendly. I'm very gay friendly. I love gay people. <laughs> I, have, I have. I don't have a hateful bone in my body. Dave Stone, gay friendly. I'm very gay friendly, but. Uh, I all the dudes. I'm. I'm am I, I correct in assuming that they they are gay? Because it's it's a very gay sport in the sense that the outfits are very fabulous and flamboyant, and even the the movements and you know the gestures are very fabulous. I just I wonder if there's like a dude and like mechanics overalls out there skating to ACDC. I would love to see like a. Well, that was the Tanya a, Harding thing. Yeah, she was outside of the realm. Yeah. And if you know that I Tanya movie, which is a great movie, talked about how you know that's why she wouldn't pass on is uh-huh. because of her image didn't fit with what they thought figure skating should be. Yeah, I just love to see a dude in a beard and overalls just ripping it. Yeah, just hell yeah, I've been doing this shit since I was four. Just dropping his chaw out before Fucking. he gets out there. Fucking skate my dick off, dude. <laughs> I just think that'd be funny to see like a super. Masculine dude yeah. just ripping it up. Like, I watch his triple axle shit. I mean, have you seen the legs on figure skaters? Oh man, incredible athletes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were talking like the one guy came out as openly gay in figure skating. Like it just happened this year, and everybody's like, "Yeah, really? That's how much the Olympics have? Oh, there's scared people away from being openly gay. Oh man, there's been oh well, there's been openly gay." Olympians for years. Well, I wouldn't follow it, so I don't. But yeah, yeah, just it's a very fabulous sport, and I I don't know. I would love to just see a different take on figure skating. Just, (laughs) just like he's still good, like he can do all the shit, but it's just just some fucking dude. Well, isn't that uh, what's that? That's that's a movie. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, Will Ferrell and Napoleon Dynamite dude. No, no, no. They were just making fun of figure skaters. Yeah. No, where they take a hockey player and make him a figure skater. Really? I don't, I don't know that one. All right. You, that makes sense, you though. You talk. I'm looking it up. That makes sense, though. You talk. I'm, I'm, what do you want me to talk about? Oh, I okay. Here's something to talk about. You ever been to Tacos Fiesta? I know that could be. It's probably a thousand. The cutting edge. Probably a thousand restaurants with that name in Los Angeles. The cutting edge. With cutting D. edge. D.B. Sweeney. D.B. Sweeney? There has been a hockey player. Was he the one that used to do Hollywood mysteries uh, back in the late '90s, like A and E or something? Uh, Hollywood scandals and mysteries. It's like a like a documentary series where he's like, "Today we're going to talk about what happened to Marilyn Man or not Marilyn Man Marilyn Monroe." Is that Dabney Coleman? No, I think it's DB Sweeney. Really? I'll look him up on. Nope, the nope. I'm thinking of AJ Benza. Completely different guy. <laughs> A.J. Benza. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, this is an extra dumb one. Today. Yeah, this is a good one. Dude, Taco Fiesta. All right, listen to this. We're not going to talk about the skunk. We'll get to the skunk ape. I lo- it's almost sacrilegious in Los Angeles. But you know what I love? I love a hard shell taco. Oh, I... It's a special treat. Yeah. It's when a you th- special treat. When you talk about tacos in L.A., everybody talks about, you know, obviously, street taco. The floppy corn tortilla, and I, I like all that. But like, there's not a whole lot of 
range. Like, I can't tell half these food trucks apart. Like, if you've had one street taco, you've had them all. Like, yes, there are better ones and worse ones, but for the most part, yeah. they're all kind of in the same window. <laughs> and you can't get a damn hard shell taco unless you want to go to Del Taco or something. Taco Fiesta in Highland Park, right next to the uh, Yum Yum Donuts. They specialize in a uh, basic hard shell taco. It's just like what you'd get at Del Taco, but only a lot better. It's the same components. Like deep frying it back there. Yeah, nice, fresh, crunchy tortilla, good ground beef, and a lot of it. Like they pack that taco, and then just cheese, lettuce, and tomato. Two bucks get you a big hearty hard shell taco. Uh, yeah, dude, I had that the other day. I got, <clears throat> I got five of them. Five tacos for ten bucks. It's good time. It's keto. Just, Five just keto tacos. <clears throat> cheat day. But uh, oh, cheat day. Yeah. Hey, speaking of cheat day, go hard on them cheat days. You know what today is? Thirty days no booze. Look at this guy. Thirty days no booze, and I'm, I haven't quit drinking. I haven't done anything like that. Just, yeah, just taking well, a break. Taking a, pumping the brakes. Just, on just it. taking a break. See, you know, I've lost two pounds <laughs> in thirty days. So if I keep this but up, you're working, you're working out. You're walking up uh, yeah, things, doing doing those stairs. Oh man, I'm a, I'm out of control with the fitness. But yeah, man, it's the longest I've ever been since I started drinking. Without, uh, are you feeling clearer? Are you I do. Sharper? I feel reflexes quicker. I know I'm setting myself up for a joke here, but I, I know I don't look it, but I feel lighter. Like my insides, like I just that, feel lighter. That's the, like, yeah, you're. I, I don't feel bloated. It's and, like you're accessing more of your capabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a scary thing about taking two weeks off. I'm like, oh, fuck. I feel great. I was scared. Dude, I didn't drink. Two, the two hardest not-to-drink days in my yearly calendar, Super Bowl and Drive-By Truckers. Didn't drink at either one of those. Oh, you didn't drink at the Truckers. Didn't drink at the Truckers. And that's where you're supposed to drink. Yeah. That, like that, that is, I, they are a drinking band. That I would have a hard time with going to concerts. Yeah. So, yeah, in the same week, too. Super Bowl, like, on Sunday, and then six days later, on a, or five days later on a Friday, uh, truckers. Same week, my two biggest drinking days of the year. What did you do for Super Bowl? Nothing. Where did you go? Hung out with the lady. Yeah. And uh, had a huge uh, – trying to stick to the keto instead of, like, going crazy with wings and barbecue, whatever. Just a big charcuterie plate. Went and bought some, uh, some nice cheese and went to Italian deli. Bought a bunch of hard salami. I don't understand how this is a diet. <laughs> No carbs. Not necessarily a diet. It's just I'm just cutting out all carbs, except for those taco shells. I'm not eating any bread. Not, no sugar. No bread. No no booze. Oh man, I love it. Had some pickled okra. Had pickled okra. Really good mozzarella cheese. Homemade mozzarella cheese. Uh, salami. Capicola. Some capicola. They had that was a big thing in China too. Just like in the airport, there was just a pork store. Ooh. And it was all like salamis and just pork <clears throat> pork sheets. Ooh. It's like just pages of paper that were just pork. Well, they had like a binder, like a... No, it was just like stacks of flat sheets of pork that you just buy. Just... Almost like a jerky, like a candied or something. Okay. But you know, like a it's eight by ten huh. sheet of pork. And that's the kind of stuff they would have on skewers, too, that you just dip nice. in. Yeah, their processing is a different kind of. As I was joking about, I'm like, I can't get weird at that stuff. Like, at least they're looking at their food in the original form. 
Dude, your old bit about processed foods. I was brought it back. I brought That's it back. That's a killer bit, dude. I brought it back. Thanks, man. I brought it back. I was like, let me see if I remember this one because it's, it's suddenly relevant again. It's so funny, dude. It's I can't believe that's not on a special. Again. That one alley I went down in Chengdu where it was like just a dirty bucket of eels. <laughs> and it was like a dirty bucket of eels. Just, you know, the, the hanging chickens, loose cats running around. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Loose cats and dogs. Cuties, though. Bunch uh, of real cuties. Okay, I have to ask. It was at Korea, but any suspicion of any um, I th- mischief going on with cats and dogs? I think you could have gotten it. I think it's more Korean than what they were saying to me there. You probably could have gotten it. I would have tried it. If, it was a, if we were already, I wouldn't go seeking it out. But if you already eat animals, then oh, I get why it. do you get to hold one well, in higher regard? You can't. There's no answer for that. But the bottom line is we do, and it's weird. Yeah. Well, I don't include myself in we. Well, you, you, don't, you don't look at a dog and a cat differently than you do a cow when it comes to food? Of course you do. No, I do. But if I'm somewhere else okay. where they look at it differently, gotcha. I can go along with their – with their customs. I'm, I'm ch- also challenging myself. Like the same thing when people get grossed out, like myself, where I don't want to eat the brains and I don't want to eat that. Like, everybody's like, like, they were talking, like, one guy was with his Asian girlfriend, like, yeah, I just eat, they just get the chicken heads. He's like, oh, head's the best part. Like, she was just real excited. Like, you can do that shit here at a taco truck in town. I mean, yeah, you can do it. And like, lingua. Like, but like, look at that. Look at why. Because. Those are terms that you associate with your own body. Brains, eyes, things like that. Ooh, gross. I have those. It just to be called meat. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, if you're already eating the animal, why is that? Gr- like, psycholo- it's psychological. Yeah. That that's gross, but another part you're eating. You're just conditioned to yeah. think that's the food part of an animal, but that's the animal part of the animal. It's like, no, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I still wasn't doing it, but I can coerce myself into trying stuff or what happens is i coerce myself the other way and i stay vegetarian for stretches at a time and then you only eat meat when it's removed like it just looks you know it's processed and it's unrecognizable as a part of a creature one last question about china and we'll move on go for what i'm an expert did you see anything over there that was that seemed to be like um Americanized, like they, is there anything they're doing that looks borrowed from our culture? You know, outside of maybe basketball's a, huge there. Really, so many people over there from the states that work for the NBA. We went to a basketball. We went to Yao Ming's team. Hmm. He owns the the Shanghai Sharks. So we went to that basketball first okay. basketball game I ever went to. Really, a couple like NBA guys over there. Yeah. There's a couple, one of them, I guess. You know, he's like, you know, he could play here for five hundred thousand dollars a year, or play there for two million dollars a year. He's like, yeah, I'll just go to China. Yeah, but I wonder how isolated that must feel. Like, all right, you get okay, okay, you want your dreams to come true, you can play basketball, be a millionaire, but also in China, where yeah. you don't know anybody and you don't know the language. Yeah, it's like, all right, I guess it'd be tough. Yeah, so uh, there was some guy. When I was because I was eating all my crap that I wanted, to eat. I got two whoppers before I got on the plane yesterday. Which <laughs> two whoppers before you got on the yeah, plane? Just be a fucking psycho! Did you have to dump on the plane? No, man. That was the the fucking nightmare I had yeah. here was like the first of a couple days. 
But uh, there was some guy from the Houston Rockets, I think, next to me. Really? Now, that might be. Why do you think he was from the Houston Rockets? He was a tall black guy wearing a bunch of Houston Rockets gear. Like tall, tall, like 6'5 plus? Oh, yeah. Like, Like I couldn't even casually look over. Like he was in line next to me at Burger King, and I couldn't even casually look over to see his face. Like it would have been an obvious... Me leaning back to try and get like what airport was this? Hong Kong, huh? Because see, they're playing right now. Like their their season is in season. I wonder. I mean, he might. Maybe he's being shipped back over. Maybe he was playing on a team in China. And now he's yeah. I mean, he up. just had he had the the the, the you know track pants yeah. and and the top on. Didn't have a big beard, did he? That's their all star no. James, James uh, Harden. Huge beard. No, no, it's gonna have a big beard. But anyway, he's other over there scouting or what? Who knows? Who knows what it was? But I'm, I, yeah, I was assuming he was affiliated with him. But yeah, I guess NBA is huge over there. So that was, you know, fun to go to those. Like, and it was still like in a high school size stadium. It yeah. wasn't big, really. It, yeah, it was not a. It was like a. High, it was like a high school size stadium, and. uh it was silly. It was a fun time. Hmm. And they were yelling. There was a little bit of a brawl between one of the refs. And I was like, my, everything that it would happen in China, I'm like, they're going to lock you up. Like, the, you know, the coach of the one team was starting to fight. I'm like, don't do it, buddy. They're going to lock you up. I was so scared of everything I do. Like, they're going to lock me up. Can I say this? I said one thing on stage, and then the speaker buzzed a little bit. I'm like, that's it. They turned on the mics. They're listening in. They're going to lock me up every time. I'm like, I'm going to get locked up. Oh, man. What can I say? Oh, I don't want to get locked up. What if I jaywalk while I get locked up? Yeah, you always hear those stories of years ago, 20 years ago, there was some guy who went to Singapore, some American, and he he did he, yeah. he graffitied something, and then he got caned. They yeah. just beat the shit out Singapore, of him. Singapore, that's where if you like litter, they, yeah. you, know, you get $50,000 fine or something. That's real strange. China, they were saying, like, you can pretty much do whatever you want unless it's against the state. Huh. If it's against the state, what you're doing, then you're in trouble. But like we're out smoking a joint, and you know, I'm like, what if we get busted? Like the cops don't even know what this is. Like they don't know what pot is. Really? They don't? You don't think they have marijuana over there? I mean, people are smoking it, but I don't think the cops know hmm. or like clued into it. Interesting. How are we doing on time? Wrap it up. You want to save this for the next episode? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about the Florida skunk ape. Everybody's asking about the skunk ape. I've always been a big fan. I like the Florida skunk ape, so I don't know. We'll save it for next week. Florida skunk ape sounds like a good AAA baseball team. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll we'll get our hands dirty on this topic next week. So, anyways, well, good, good to have you back, buddy. Thanks, man. Good to see you. I'm glad things are going well. You and the missus yeah. settling down, being yeah. a couple of lovey-dovey. Oh, yeah, today is uh, today's Valentine's Day as this comes out. Yeah. Yeah, what's uh, any plans for you and the and the lady? I'm going to go to the dentist. That's pretty, pr- uh, pretty romantic. Or maybe I already went to the dentist, yeah. depending on when you're listening to this. That doesn't – I can't pick out time frames. Yeah, I'm not going to make you do that. It's My brain is melting. Yeah. My brain is melting, Dave. Y'all got plans for Valentine's? Uh, yeah, she made some reservations at old Musso and Frank's down there in Hollywood. I keep hearing that name. What? That's just one of the old classic it's spots. It's old steakhouse, steakhouse. On, uh, 
on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. She she does that no carb thing too. Yeah. So I'll sit across from her and watch her put down a banker's lunch. <laughs> I have my salad and shrimp. Well, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just a back in town. I'm only back for like a couple days this week. Yeah. Where are you going off next? Anything to plug? Yeah, we can plug it. Michigan, Crowfoot and Pontiac, a.k.a. Detroit, Michigan. That's Sunday night. Um, and then the rest of this, the rest of my Michigan dates are sold out. So sorry. Tiger Room in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Always sweethearts. Comedy Attic in Bloomington. Oh, yeah. This is the run of mine. And then ba- Basement East in Nashville. And I'm going to go see Jawbreaker in New York City. And nice. I'm back for two days. And then I'm off again. Oh, God, I'm so tired. You got to eat. You got a lot going on. You better eat well in Nashville. A lot of good good eating spots there. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm back to my vegetables. Maybe maybe even sober, man. I could, I could stand a dry up. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm the opposite of you where, like, you, oh, yeah, everything's light and good. I'm just, I feel like. Like, my knees were just hurting just sitting on the plane. Like, I felt my body atrophying. Yeah? Yeah. Atrophizing? Atrophying? I think so. Getting squishy. <laughs> Getting squishy. <coughs> we're the opposite of an ASMR podcast. <laughs> There's that one video of just that, like, the, the black lady with the long nails, and she would just eat pickles into a good microphone, and I totally got it. It was just her eating. Just her eating. You could tell they were Clausens, too. Just they, snapping. Wasn't even fucking around with some vl- rubbery-ass Vlasses. Yes, you got to get that crunch. Clausens. And it was just her just like eating on camera just, and crunching into the mic. And I usually hate that stuff. But she was elegant about it. Huh. She was elegant about eating them crunchy pickles. <laughs> but, yeah, this is, we're the opposite of ASMR. We're just yeah. all bad audio. Very unsatisfying. Belches. Yeah, it's real disgusting. <laughs> if this is an ASMR stimulant for you, please let us know. I'd be curious to know. You know. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I'm losing it, man. What, That's what all right. What you got going on? I don't know, man. Tell them, tell them what's up this week. Um, Dave, where are you at in Los Angeles? Uh, I don't have any. Well, let's see. No, I got a spot tonight, but that doesn't count. So, uh I don't know. What are you going to do for Valentine's Day? You going to go to a nice... Valentine's Day, the lady surprised me, but it might be one of those, like, you know, I got us a gift. Or I got you a gift, but it's really us a gift. Yeah. Uh, which I don't care. Uh, she, got a, she got a fancy hotel in Santa Monica near the beach. That's a gift for you. We're just going to go have she a... She already has a house. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's clearly a gift for you. Dave, there's uh, some running water that's not filled with my products. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just going to go hang out in Santa Monica and wander around on the beach and like a couple of uh, hacks. Be a couple of cuties. Yeah, just a couple of lovebirds. Go get uh, – I got some good dive bars in Santa Monica. Oh, yeah? I don't yeah. spend enough time over that way. Shea Jays is this weird old kind of steak and seafood place. Oh, yeah? Like old-timey – Dive bar slash steak and seafood restaurant. There's a one. Uh, it's, it's a great fun one night at the Lobster, which is on the Santa Monica Pier. It's a very tourist area. Okay, it's, like, well, it's all glass because it's on the pier. But unless they've corrected it, it was like a glass door and then just a giant glass window pane next to the door, and it's like where 
tourists would go, but also like just rich Santa Monica people getting like shit house, like just rich people, shit. and watching them run into the glass wall. Oh wow! It was me and Jim Hamilton, and we just sat outside. It happened probably like three or four times, and we would lose our minds. Like <laughs> you could see like the grease. Print of the, this one guy hit it so hard his glasses went crooked and oh, there's just a great it was oh like that's that's what they don't tell you about I mean lobster like ooh high end food and cocktails uh-huh. and seafood they don't tell you is rich drunk people walking huh. into glass windows how about that real treat that's exciting if you want something special yeah. something real romantic for you in the we world. have to look into that so yeah man well Good to have you back, stateside. Thanks. Back, so, back in country. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, sorry we let you down and didn't get, didn't even get to the topic this time. Nah. I figure you, well, you like the skunk ape. We'll get into it. Let's not dust it off. That's true. I did like at Chinese immigration that like what you can't have in your bag. They have the official poster, but they call oh. brass knuckles knuckle dusters. Really? They call them knuckle dusters. Uh, that was when I was on the poster, like. Flip knives, which is switchblades and all that stuff, and like knuckle dusters. I'm like, oh, all right, gangsters. You, I used to buy uh, brass knuckles at flea markets all the time okay. under the guise of paperweights. <laughs> can I take a look at that paperweight? He's like, you sure can. It's like, cool, this one fits. All right, <laughs> I'll buy this paperweight. This one's going to hold all my documents. I used to love, uh, I used to have brass knuckles. Never punch anybody with it because you could probably kill somebody. Yeah, That's, I really think it's. Would really fucking fuck somebody up. Yeah. Like you see it in the movies, like, oh, it hurts a little bit more than a regular punch. No. No, your skull's broken. Yeah. Yeah, really. And it's like, what situation do you need? To, you know, I don't know. I just can't imagine punching somebody with brass knuckles. Yeah. It's a little overkill. Just stab them. Though. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, just actually stab somebody. Yeah, just get a baseball bat. So. All right. All right, buddy. Um. Haven't plugged this in a while. Patrons, patreon.com slash boogeymonster. Oh, yeah. uh, we got that. Got that. Uh, we should have another Q&A coming up soon. And uh, Dave's Kitchen's on there. Four bucks a month, patreon.com slash boogeymonster for the Q&A and the uh, Dave's Kitchen every month. Try to put those out around the 1st and 15th, respectively, with the uh, Dave's Kitchen and the I got so used to picking my Q&A. Boy, you're knuckle deep up in there. You all right? Yeah, man. Oh, man. Be careful. Got used to it, but yeah, um, a smog up there. A lot of people asking for the uh, for the email uh, Monster podcast at gmail dot com if you if you need anything. I'm, I'm not really giving out that biscuit recipe anymore. If you if you want that biscuit recipe, tired. Well, I'm saying, why don't you spring for ten bucks and get uh, Dave's uh, kitchen survival guide. Oh, and yeah. uh, biscuit recipes in that. So if you want that, holler at me at boogiemonsterpodcast at gmail.com. Dave's Brass Knuckle Biscuits. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, buddy. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. We'll, we'll get into it this time. God bless all y'all's families. The Boogie Monster.
Thank you.